0: You're listening to the Outfield with Eddie Robinson on Sirius XM Radio. Uh,
1: pride fighter. Um uh, why? Why did you what why did you decide to do something like this?
0: Uh yeah, I am straight. Um, I think that I I've been doing mixed martial arts for a number of years and I started kind of thinking about just sports in general and how masculinity and Kind of that male dominance feeling of a very a sport a contact sport like mixed martial arts or anything like mm-hmm. that really. Um, I started thinking about like what would it be like for a, a gay person to be in this? How would other people view them? How would they feel about being so intimate and so close and so much close contact in such a rough sport with uh, with straight people? And how would that be perceived in a culture that's just completely? I think uh, it, it's it's a pretty like male-dominated culture that mixed martial arts and UFC culture
1: yeah and I'm wondering about the process of putting this film together because I understand you're a, you're a student of the University of Alabama is that, um, I, I was correct?
0: I just graduated uh, this past May so um, when okay. I was making the film uh, was basically the last week I was a student uh,
1: is when we shot the film so okay um, the editing, how, how long did all of that take? You even went through like a, a GoFundMe initiative, if I'm not mistaken, right? How, how did the project of Pride Fighter unfold?
0: Uh, yeah, it's been a really long process, actually. Um, so it started probably about a year ago or even more. Um, I actually pitched it at a film festival uh, last October of 2014. Um, mm-hmm. And from there, you know, uh, I won that, that pitch. And then um, from there, I said, oh, people like this idea, so I'm going to write it, and I began writing it and then pre-production all the way into uh, April of 2015, and from there we shot it in, in a week down in Alabama, and then it's been post-production editing uh, ever since then, so it's been, yeah, like about six or seven months just of editing, so it's definitely been a long process.
1: And so what we see now, I mean, you you mentioned to us in terms of like the, the outfield sneak peek, you know, this was not the final cut, whatnot, but... Did did you audition um, people? Where where did where did you find the characters and the actors for this film? And are they gay? Are any of the actors straight?
0: The actors are all actually straight. Um, even the the wow. two main uh, gay characters. But um, I found them. We went through a casting process online because I wanted actors uh, from you know wherever I could find the best actors. So we brought three of them down from New York and one from Miami, oh. and. Uh, yeah, I, my, my goal was to have the actors, especially the ones um, that that were going to be fighting in the movie and doing some of this MMA stuff, to have real experience with that, because not only will it look real and natural, but it brought a lot of mm-hmm. perspective of they've been in this world and they know what it's like. And um, our main actor, David, he really, I think he really uh, like connected with this story, even though he was straight, because he's done, he's boxed, he's played a lot of sports, and he knows what it's like to be in this masculine community and uh, what it's like to be, you know, to, to stand out or, or, or be a part of the group, and he brought a lot of perspective to it.
1: Well, we were just talking earlier in our first hour here on the show. Um, by the way, folks, we're talking with filmmaker Danny Ryan who is in the process of releasing this new short film called Pride Fighter, and it's about um, a, a, a gay aspiring, uh, a young gay amateur, uh, amateur MMA fighter who's looking to make his debut in the ring but is rejected by his training partners, all while trying to salvage the relationship with his boyfriend, so to speak. Um, with this film, I mean, Donnie. I don't know if you've had, Donny Meacham, one of our producers here at the Outfield, um, he mentioned that he was gonna uh, take a look at the, the film as well. I'm gonna ask him momentarily to give us his thoughts on what he thought about the film. But I wanna ask you, Danny, did you have a hard time even trying to locate participants for this film? I mean, people, were they reluctant to be shown? What were some of their reactions? I mean, like, because you can pull a lot from just people's reactions and asking them a question, like, are you interested in being in, you know, a mixed martial arts film about a gay MMA fighter, you know, I mean, I don't know, yeah. maybe people were like running and saying, oh, of course, I'd love to, but <laughs> you think, know, what, what 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 were the reactions from the participants?
0: I think our, our main cast, our main four guys in the movie, uh, all knew what they were getting into and were really excited about it, this is something they were all passionate about, so they were really on board, but um, we ran into some, like definitely some people who were a little reluctant, uh, especially filming in Alabama, it's more of a conservative state, uh, know. You, you know, finding locations, we kind of had to be careful of what we were saying. This was about, and did our best to 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 you know keep it as little as information possible. And some of the extras, um, especially in some of the bigger scenes, they d- they didn't even know exactly what was the film was about. Because uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. down there are, are very conservative about it and might not want to be a part of it. Um, so we did our best to just. Did you tell
1: them? Did you tell them?
0: Um, eventually, I, we we told them. But but uh. before when we were uh, when we mm-hmm. were like you know getting people getting extras and everything we uh we kind of kept it pretty basic and said it's a mixed martial arts fighter fighter who's going through like some issues and when they got there we said this is what it's about and you know everyone is pretty good about it but um it is it is something you have to be careful with especially in the south
1: it's so fascinating to see a film that deals with these masculinity issues and i really wish that we could see a lot more of that and i'm curious to ask you If you've thought about shopping this concept to HBO, because Lord knows they need some serious help with that looking (laughs) show. I think looking is the most boring, the most uniquely uncreative production ever on HBO. And maybe I'm trying to compare it to six feet under, Um, but I do not like any of the characters. I don't want to invest in liking any of them. The characters are not vulnerable whatsoever. They're actually annoying I think the best character in Looking is the city of San Francisco. You know, I, I love the show's backdrop of San Francisco. I used to live in Vallejo back in the day. Um, and I, I love the fact that it's shot in the Bay Area. I love the Castro, I love driving Interstate 80 from downtown San Francisco into Oakland. You know, Oakland with the jazz vibe, San Francisco with the gay vibe. It's, a, it's just a great backdrop. But the show Looking on HBO sucks. It's terrible. So I, I, have you thought about you know, shopping this concept or perhaps doing something with premium networks to actually get this kind of a movie uh, expanded? Because the only dislike that I had about it was that it was 15 minutes long. I wish it was an hour and 15 minutes long because you're so invested in these characters.
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad you liked it, but um, yeah, I've um, right now I'm actually workshopping and writing a feature script because I do think there there's more to tell with this story, um, and really I, I haven't really thought about uh, HBO or any of those kind of premium networks uh, shopping it there, but that might be a way to go, even like a, yeah, like a f- film or even a like series. Um, but yeah, I've been writing a feature script
1: right now for it, so hopefully we can expand on it. That's fantastic, because I, I, I and I don't want to belabor the segment in and of itself, but I've, I've written out like five components that are just like highlights that I felt were just really incredible. And I'm just gonna kind of summarize um, because the thing is with a good movie, because I'm a movie buff, the thing is if you can really invest in the characters and you reveal enough just to make them interesting, you've won you know you've won the audience you've won them over um you know one being the story of the the young amateur fighter i i call him i guess he would be like in the lightweight division yeah Um, definitely he's a a a young amateur (laughs) mma fighter featherweight maybe who's dealing with the struggles of being gay no one wanting to train with him and prepare him for his first mma fight and folks by the way we're not going to spoil anything so that's something interesting that you want to keep in mind Another interesting part of it was that, was that, that no one wanting to play with him concept. And it strikes a nerve with another one of the fighters that's a part of the gym's crew. You know, the the, the African American guy, he, you're enthralled with why he's, why he's the one, the only one that wants to help this particular fighter. You're curious as to why this guy is so drawn into helping this young gay fighter, but you know, You have to watch the film, folks. I'm not going to give you any kind of details on what was going on. But it just captivates you because there's such a powerful scene, Danny. Like the last scene, the last um, scene with that African-American fighter and the main character, the white character, the lightweight fighter, there's this really powerful scene where he says, I hope you don't let this beat you. Mm -hmm. That is a very prolific scene and when you see that you're like whoa what's what's going on here at any rate it's just one of those films a short short film where the characters they're not like looking they're not like you know being coy they're not this ultra gay you know hbo quote-unquote type of gay characters in the film they can actually be relatable it's almost as if Anyone, if you're straight and you're watching this film, you can relate to it. If you're gay and you're watching this film, you can relate to it. It's very universal, and that's what I loved about it. There are emotions that haven't been explored in a feature for mainstream or network television, such as this in the short film. There's so many plot lines. There's so many places for this to go with the actors in the film because their reactions, and I'm reading the characters and what they're saying their reactions are so relatable, they're complex, they're interesting, they're compelling, they're vulnerable, and they're all engaging. And so that's really the recipe in my mind, Danny, for Mm -hmm. a really interesting short piece.
0: Yeah, I think that it's really important as a writer and a director to like your own characters. So while I was developing them, while I was writing each character, even the antagonist or supporting characters, I really put a lot into liking them myself and seeing things from their perspective, even the antagonist, um, and I think that that's what comes across in a good movie is when you can relate because then other people can relate to everyone in the movie.
1: Now, again, I can't wait to have you back on the show to get to get you to tell us about you know the overall re- reaction to the film. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if you you know thought about sending it to the UFC or maybe having it viewed by UFC executives and the Fertitta brothers, where they could show this film perhaps even during UFC 200. That event, Danny, Mm -hmm. um, it's gonna be their huge anniversary event. Might possibly be one of their biggest events ever. I attended UFC 100 in Las Vegas, I think it was back in 2009. When I went there, my head exploded. (laughs) I had never been a part of anything so big, so massive. And Dana White, has reportedly been very open to the very notion of welcoming a gay fighter into the UFC. He has. I mean, he said at a press conference, yeah, that he is really open to having a fighter who's gay.
0: Yeah, he said that. Um, but you know, no one has not. You know, no one has really has really come out and and
1: uh, and you know come out in the open with it. Uh, but, right. Yeah. Um. Interestingly enough and it's a great segue into this um, porn component and and Don, Donnie mentioned this earlier as well and you did too as far as you know guys being so close and people have mentioned this especially lawmakers you know who hate MMA but they love boxing they call it homoerotic and it's like you know it's almost like you're watching porn Um, But interestingly enough, Dana White, the president, really has been the kind of guy to put his money where his mouth is or put his mouth where his money is, so to speak. He gave the green light back in 2012 for The Ultimate Fighter Season 15 to Dakota Cochran. And I don't know if you know of that name, Danny, but Dakota, have you heard of him? Uh, Dakota Cochran? I don't think so. Well, here we are. We're going to give you some um, quick uh, lowdown on him. He's actually, he's been on our show before, and he did not one, not two, but just under 20 video clips for powerhouse porn company, Sean Cody. And he came on our show, and regretfully enough, been on, it was basically like, you know, he needed the money, he regretted that he did it, you know, he's no longer with the UFC now. He He competed on The Ultimate Fighter, I think it was season 15, back in 2012. Um, But he's doing the local MMA circuit right now and and had what looks to be like six fights. I was just watching, uh, looking at his Wiki page, and I think he already has six fights already last year, according to Wiki, and is now on a four-fight winning streak. So he's doing the local circuit thing right now, interestingly enough, but... Are you surprised with this kind of like porn connection with the UFC because there's another fighter. I'm gonna tell you another fighter, Danny. Maybe you know him or know, or don't know him, but that same year in 2012, UFC's The Ultimate Fighter season 15 had another fighter on their roster. His name is Darren Crunkshack. He's a lightweight uh, guy from Detroit who's actually currently fighting in the UFC as a lightweight. He's done photo work and solo scenes for a gay porn company called Randy Blue, and I would be beyond curious to have him on our show and be a part of our show to talk about this. Well, allegedly, he's straight, but you know he he did photo shoots and and porn shoots for Randy. Uh, what is it, Randy Blue? And FYI, folks, this lightweight fighter is expected to face Paul Felder next Sat uh, next Sunday on the TJ Dillashaw, Dominique Cruz headlining card on January 17th in Boston for UFC Fight Night 81. So here we are with these, you know, these MMA fighters connected to porn. Are you surprised in any of this in terms of whether or not it could possibly hurt or damage a perceived image of a gay fighter trying to pursue his dream of becoming a professional MMA fighter or Is this simply a matter of people just saying, look, it is what it is. As long as people respect one another, people can choose to take part in whatever that they want to do, as long as it's legal, as long as it's not hurting anyone to pay the bills or to have fun and still be able to pursue what they love in the sport of MMA? What do you think about that?
0: Well, I think, I mean, I think there's going to be people on both sides of that argument, and there always will be. But I'm not surprised at all that it happens because I think homoeroticism is the right word. It's such a, a, like, Aggressive sport. I think there's just so much There's just so much contact and intimacy and there's a lot of like sexual energy in fighting So I think that just that kind of person who becomes a professional athlete uh, I, th- I think it, it almost kind of lines up and makes sense that they'd be involved in this um, And you know I, I don't really take a stand either way on whether it's a good thing or bad thing It's a personal decision and I guess like you said mm-hmm. they they are entitled to that and whether it hurts
1: them or not uh, That's their choice we'd love to hear your thoughts, folks, and participate in this conversation. We are talking with filmmaker Danny Ryan, who's straight, and he has put together a short film that's called Pride Fighter, 866-305-6887. Danny, what's the um, distribution process looking like? When when can audiences see this short film, and how?
0: So so very soon when it's finished, Like you said earlier, we had a Kickstarter campaign to help fund the movie. Those supporters will get to see the movie first, which will be um, in a few weeks. And after that, we'll do a film festival run, submit it to film festivals, and uh, hopefully is getting getting into as many as possible because the goal is to really have as many people see this as possible. And after that, the plan would be to uh, just distribute it online so even more people can see it. But at the same time, we'll shop it around to uh, different things. I really haven't thought about shopping it to the UFC and seeing what they think. And seeing if they'll watch it um, but I'd love to have something like that happen but right now the plan is uh, film festivals